Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out, right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready. You're going to Vegas with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, the podcast. We had a lot of response for Daniel Clark's last visit. He's, of course, the founder and proprietor of Rogue Hiking, which is a great tour. But he also is, a, as you remember from the interview, he's also a boat captain. And he works with the folks over at Lake Mead Cruises, which have just reopened. And that's kind of an exciting thing. Now, Daniel, let's talk about Lake Mead Cruises. Uh, it's one of those places where you can really see Hoover Dam from a different perspective. Absolutely. It's pretty much the water tour for Hoover Dam and the history of the dam and the people that came to build it. Um, you know, you can go and do the land tour at uh, Hoover Dam, but we're, we're the other side. We're the upside of the river, and uh, you get to see it from a different perspective. Yeah, and I think it's really cool. A lot of people have been out to Hoover Dam, and that is an interesting tour. There's no question. But I think, you know, seeing it from the water, you really get a different feel for it. We know a lot of those interesting statistics and so forth. But, wow, and not to mention, it's fun going out on a paddle wheeler, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and it's a great narration. The the narration on our 90-minute sightseeing tour to the dam and back is full of everything you'd want to know. It's It's got so much information, everything from the time that, you know, Nevada was a shallow sea up through the dinosaur area and geological land formations and the native people and then the people that came to survey the early explorers the surveyors the people that build the dam and then you get the modern day statistics of of what the dam does and so forth it's an all-encompassing narration that's really phenomenal when you think about the uh mid-century 20th century it was such an important feat it it was one of those great wonders of the world and so many people work there it really helps develop the southern part of nevada yeah it did it actually you know the whole creation of boulder city was a planned city by the federal government what's interesting a lot of people don't realize this when the great depression began this was the onset of the beginning of the project and people were traveling across the country to come and work on this dam and they showed up early to where the dam actually began construction six months earlier than planned, and it was approximately another two years before Boulder City was even started being built. So where did they hang out? Were they out camping and that kind of thing? They were, if you want to call it camping, yeah, they were living in the desert. Uh, They were showing up in downtown Las Vegas. Back then, Fremont Street was five blocks, very low population, not much going on. And they were directed that if you want a a job, you might as well go out to the construction site down at the Colorado River. So people started migrating out this way and developed what became known as Ragtown. These people showed up in old Ford vehicles with mattresses strapped to the top. They set the mattresses down in the dirt. They took blankets and threw them over creosote bushes to make tents. There was nothing out here except a small ferry service that was going back and forth across the river. Well, I know in part of your uh, rogue hiking, you get a feel for what these people dealt with. It's pretty hot and miserable. It's not really conducive to uh, hanging out, especially in the summertime. 
No, it's not. You know, they, they had really no fresh food, no refrigeration, obviously no air conditioning. And they were living on canned foods pretty much. Um, it, it was very unique time. It was desperate times. It is a triumphant story of the American spirit. Yeah, it really is. It makes you think of the Grapes of Wrath. It's, yeah, you talk about desperation. It'll show what people really will do when uh, you get to a point where I need to survive. Exactly. They had, you know, they had, they had young babies out here. There was five-month-olds that were pretty much laying in the dirt next to their mothers to sleep, and it got so hot in July of 1931. Uh, in one day, four women actually died in their tents while their men were working on the construction of the dam. It was incredibly, incredibly hot. Another thing you're going to see besides Hoover Dam and so forth and get all this great history is the uh, Pat Tillman Memorial Bridge. I, actually, I think it's the Michael Callahan Pat Tillman Memorial Bridge. Is that right? That is the official name, yes. Okay. And that's something to see as well. I mean, that's really another engineering feat. It really is. It's a quarter mile above the Colorado River. And if you've never been across that, the view is phenomenal. It's It just really gives you a perspective of of where the dam sits and you know you can see it from either side if you do the dam tour but when you're up there looking down towards it it gives you a lot more perspective it's it's a great tour now i know there's different ways there's like a brunch tour midday evening kind of talk about the differences between those sure we do the sightseeing tour at 12 p.m it's a 90 minute tour we do it um just about every day but um christmas and thanksgiving we're closed but other than that, uh, we're available, you know, the rest of the year. It's a year-round tour. And then we also have the brunch tour on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. And that is, um, for the most part, it can be year-round, depending on, on what our weather looks like over the winter. And then a dinner cruise, what we do normally from March 1st to the end of October, that is uh, really nice, romantic. It's a uh, a plated uh, prime rib dinner. There's a few entree choices, but it is is really a cool tour. Yeah, that sounds great. The paddle wheeler. Y- you go back to those days, right? As I recall your history, I think you've you've been doing this forever. That's a particular kind of ship that's really American in in terms of what you think about. Sure, it's basically it's styled after a Mississippi River paddle boat, and it was made in La Crosse, Wisconsin, and transported. Uh, across the highway systems to get it to Lake Mead. It was built specifically for Lake Mead, and it was an operational paddle wheeler when it arrived. Now, we actually decommissioned the paddle wheel back in 2003 because it was really, really a lot of maintenance, and, and the pumps that turn it were hydraulic, and they kept blowing the seals out. The pumps were off the boat about as much as they were on the boat, so we decided to decommission it. But I'm one of the few people, I think, left around southern Nevada that actually operated it while it was a paddle wheel boat. And it was a a whole different presentation. Then you would leave the dock, and you could shut the engines down and just put it in gear forward and putt slowly and let the paddle wheel push you across the lake. We did that for the dinner cruises back, back in the old days. Yeah, and technology catches up with us. I know what it's like. Well, it's a great thing. Lake Mead Cruises, definitely you want to add that to your next visit out to Las Vegas. And I know it's a big deal coming back from the pandemic and so forth. It's probably the first time it was closed in years. True. 
Yeah, absolutely. Other than, you know, occasional government shutdowns over the more recent years, but for the most part, yeah, it's, we've never had a, a shutdown period that, that extended this long. And so if people want to do this, where do they go online to make their reservations? They can go to lakemeadcruises.com, and it's all pretty self-explanatory. Once you get there, you can book it right online. Also, it, a new website just started called VegasHalfOff.com, which Lake Mead Cruises is on, offering a sightseeing cruises at 50% or two-for-one, however you want to look at that. It's two-for-one tickets for the sightseeing cruise. Yeah, that's that's exciting. Great deals. We're always looking for those. And while you're out there, the Rogue Hiking Tour, Rogue Hiking, is one of the really great things about Las Vegas that a lot of people aren't aware of, but they should be. It's it's unique. You're still doing that, as I understand, Daniel. How do we get a hold of uh, you to set up that? While, we, while we're out there, we might as well do both. Sure, absolutely. You can go to our website. is roguehiking.us. And you can book your tour right there online. It's it's all able to be booked there, or you can call me. My phone number's on there. We can set something up for you. And on our website, you can go to the archives and hear our first interview with Daniel about a year ago where we talked about that in detail. Trust me, it's a great trip. Hey, Daniel, thanks so much. Look forward to seeing you again. Thank you so much, Stephen. It's good to visit with you. You've been listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, the podcast with new shows loaded twice weekly. Got a guest idea? Email us at info at VegasNeverSleeps.com and catch the show live every Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, coast to coast on the Biz Talk Radio Network.